Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm Harold. We got Josh Kane in the house tonight. What's up? Hey guys, what's up? Uh, Josh hosts a show that I found whenever I was first doing my show, but we'll get into that in just a second. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then you can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your finer podcasts. And so, yeah, like I was saying, Josh, he hosts a show called Animation Station Podcast. Um, can you talk about kind of how you started that show? What was like the inspiration behind starting that show, Josh? Uh, yeah, it's actually a funny story. Um, me and one of my friends, we had gone to see uh, Star Wars and I didn't really know him that well. I knew him from work. So we went to go see um, The Force Awakens um, and we we both saw the trailer for Zootopia and I was like, oh, I want to see that. And he's like, I want to see that. So then it just kind of morphed into we both really like animation so that's basically the whole premise of why we started and then he left to go do a purely disney podcast so he's on the podcateers now um so he left me to do the show all by myself so uh yeah that was my main thing was like i wanted to get in uh to talk with uh, like my friends about animation and like series and movies and stuff that we like um, and I'm also an aspiring voice actor, so I thought that would be another way that I can, you know, slowly bring in all this voice talent on and basically pick their brains and see, like, hey, I want to be a voice actor. How'd you be a voice actor? And make friends in the industry. And so that's pretty much how I did it. No, yeah, it's a good networking thing. And exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, and you've had a lot of great guests on your, uh, like, on your show. So you've had like uh, Phil Lamar. You've had several mm-hmm. voice actors. You were just, we were talking earlier. You had one of the guys that did uh, Fred Lowe's voice, right? From Outlaw Star. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ezra Weiss. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's a, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, he does a lot of directing over at Netflix now. So if it's an animated thing, more than likely he's touched it in some way. Um, he's a voice director. Um, I've had, uh, Bryce Pappenbrook on, who is like a big heavy hitter in, you know, dub anime. Um, Mela Lee, uh, yeah, like all kinds of, you know, really, really cool people. I got to uh, talk with one of my uh, childhood favorites, uh, Joshua Seth, who voiced Ty from Digimon. Oh, and yeah, a, yeah, I a show that, that I grew up with, and I got to talk with him. That was, that was really cool. Um, and Mona Marshall, too. Um, she was Izzy on Digimon, but she's more widely known as Kyle's mom from South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, so I had her on the show, and my gosh, like, she took it, like, it was a nice, nice, plain conversation, and then I was like, well, do you have anything that's uh, coming up that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I have my own web series, my own uh, animated series called Fun with Puss and Dick, um, and it's about a talking oh penis God. and a talking vagina. And I'm like, what the hell, Kyle's mama wasn't expecting this. <laughs> yeah, it is funny when people like kind of throw you something unexpected. That reminds me of that Toonami or Adult Swim show. You remember that Assy McGee? Yeah. I. What the fuck even was Assy that show? McGee. Oh, God, what what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just like an ass that walked and was like a detective. Yeah, like to, like Adult Swim has had some like <laughs> super jail and like squid billies and random shit. And you're like, what? Why? Who? Who okayed this? I know. <laughs> some of this shit is super suspect. And I'm like, what? 
Yeah, it's it, yeah. I, I sit there sometimes. I, or back when I had cable, I finally weaned myself away. But back when I had cable, I would just like sit there and be like, "All right, uh, this is this is going to come on," and just let it happen. Well, yeah, and that's just kind of the nature of it. You know, we we talk about now how like we're in the in the uh, the age of just being able to stream and like you know marathon anything you want with Netflix, yeah. Hulu, Crunchyroll. Uh, Funimation, like whatever, what have you. And that was like the thing that I think that endeared a lot of those shows to us back then is, you know, you, you got one episode and, and you know, we talk specifically about like Cowboy Bebop all the time is like, mm-hmm. that's why I, it's ingrained with a lot of people because it was more of like an event. Like you're like, okay, Saturday night, I know what I'm doing. Cowboy Bebop's on in like coming yeah. on at 10 o'clock. Like I'm going to be here like ready with my Cheetos, my Dr. Pepper, like, <sighs> Like you're on deck. It's like you plan your whole day around it. But now it's like, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you can just, you know, sit and watch an entire uh, series. I just finished Outlaw Star in one weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I watched all the episodes. And then and then trying to catch all of Outlaw Star when it was on Toonami. It's like you, you miss one episode and you're done. Exactly. And uh, I think they... Um, I don't think that they finished the run. I thought I was reading about it. Um, yeah, like uh, especially there's that hot spring episode that they kind of get into, and that's I. They're like, no, we can't, we can't show this episode. <laughs> it's like Osh's tits are out. We can't, we can't show this episode. No, this episode we cannot put on Adult Swim. That was insane too. I was like, I because it shows it, and you think like Tenchi Muyo or something's going to be like super edited. And I just wasn't even thinking about it when I was watching it because, um, you know, I got that box set. I think you actually posted that link about that box set that they were selling. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to cop that joint for sure. Yeah, same thing. Like I saw that. I was like, oh, it's your birthday right stuff. Well, happy birthday to you and me. I know. I was like, holy shit. So, like, I definitely copped that. But um, it was just funny watching it because, like, I didn't even think about it. And then you just see, like, Aisha's, like, titties come out of nowhere. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, oh, we've not done this the entire series, but okay, sure, why not? Yeah. One episode, I guess we get our fan service episode. <laughs> well, and then it shows, like, uh, one of the last episodes, like, when they are, like, almost at the Galactic Ley Line, mm-hmm. um, it shows, um, oh my god, I just spaced on her name, the uh, the one that's, like, the, uh, that gets in the, the pilots the ship, what's her name again, the android? Oh, God, you put me on the spot. My uh, God, I forgot it, too. So Shoot. But it shows her naked, too, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Well, yeah, because, like, in the first episode, like, uh, she comes out of the, like, the box thing. And yeah, the suitcase. She's totally, like, you don't see anything. And you're like, oh, okay. They just imply, Gene, she's naked. Well, yeah, and it's funny because, like, I remember thinking back to it and uh, in the original run when you watch it, because it, it's, like, it's literally like a four kids dub or something because like uh, it showed some of the parallels, something I saw. It was like a video I saw, but it was like in the Toonami version, she's wearing like uh, like basically like a sports bra and like uh, like tights. Yeah. And they, I, I, I want to know who who did that. Like who was the one who had to do all of that editing? Because like they did the same thing in one piece because what's his face has a uh a cigarette in his mouth the whole entire time. And then they were like, no, let's make it a sucker instead. So every time he pulled it out, it was a sucker and not a cigarette. I know you're like, what? It's like, who, who had to, who, who 
who whose job was that to be like you know i'm gonna edit all of this like the same thing like when you watch like a rated r movie that would be on like upn and there would be a some any bit of nudity there was somebody that went and like drawed in like some weird like, like underwear or something yeah like fuzzy i remember watching showgirls on upn yeah, that's what we're talking about. Showgirls. And I was like, it's holy like, shit. It's like, oh, that no, yeah, we're going to put day. her in a, a leopard, you know, top. And you're like, why? It's like, well, I mean, I understand why, but it's like, who, who whose job was this? Just don't show showgirls. <laughs> um, oh, the character was Melfina. Melfina. I was like, man, I remember that shit, like, watching it the whole time. And then the one time I need to bring it up and remember this shit, I can't remember. Like, God damn it. Well, Malfina, it's like Sarah. It rolls off the tongue. It's uh, it's a common name that you talk about in everyday conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and some of the other shows was you had some cool ones that you had mentioned as being um, ones that were some of your favorites, and it's ones that come up often. I think, uh, especially mm-hmm. Teen Titans, um, especially yeah. with it, it's like that dualism because people like are so like in my experience talking to them, they're so against like the teen Titans go that they're like, Oh my God, I just love the original teen Titans. I'm like, man, like, why can't you like both? Like people get so like caught up in this thing of, I like the original and like nostalgia, mm -hmm. nostalgia, nostalgia. And it's like fucking like give something another try, man, have some fun. I mean, that, that's what I like. I love the original teen Titans. Like that was one of the, probably one of our highest uh, viewed episodes. We did an episode on teen Titans, uh, and then we just saw the Teen Titans Go movie, and then we reviewed that because I, I was never I'm of the TV show. I'm not a super big fan of Teen Titans Go because I really love Robin. He's my favorite character, and they kind of you know take the piss with him on yeah, in they, Go. They nerf him in Go. Exactly. But then <laughs> in this movie, like it was more of like a everybody kind of loves Robin, like or the teen the Titans kind of love Robin and they want him to succeed. And it's a complete 180 from what the show is. So I plus the jokes in that, good Lord Almighty. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. I saw some of the previews and I was just like, man, this is cringy. It, so, it is uh I will say they do a uh shot for shot like uh circle of life. Uh, thing from Lion King, like complete with you know, like all the like instead of all of the African animals, it's all like Justice League people. Weird, really. Like in that, like in that first shot, like you have the sun that comes up, and then there's like an antelope that like looks up and it's chewing grass. Yeah, they do the exact same thing. The sun goes up, but it's the Flash and he's chewing grass. What the hell? It's like almost shot for. It makes no sense on why it's there, but it's in there and it's fantastic. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's just crazy, like, the direction they go with things. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, why can't you just give something a shot? You know, someone's going a different direction with something that you've already established that you liked. But at the same time, when it's things like that, like, if you, if it's something specific where it's like, okay, this character is really, like, my go-to and they really fucked it up in that, then I get that, you know what I mean? But some people just, like, won't even give it a chance and they're just like, like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm not even going to give that. I've seen that yeah. a lot with... um with Thundercats, the new Thundercats, like the, it's kind of in that style, like that chibi yeah. style. Um, and you know, pretty much everybody I've talked to is like super against it. But, uh, one of my friends, Mike Anderson, I think you've maybe talked to him about possibly being on your show sometime later, yeah. but he, uh, he did, um, some like drawings of it. He's an illustrator. And mm-hmm. so he did some drawings just like of what he thought would be cool. Like, 
Chitara like running and stuff like that, like just different scenes. And they're dope. Like he gets so excited, but he's like one of those guys that's like really heavy into like the nostalgia. So he like loves those shows like Ride or Die, shit like yeah. um he's super into like uh like the Thundercats and He Man and all that shit. Teenage yeah, like, Ninja I, Turtles. I loved Thundercats like growing up. Uh, and I was a big fan of like when they did that reboot with like Will Fredell and those yeah, guys. Like I yeah. was a big fan a few of that. Years show. Back, and then it just and like, then they fizzled out. Yeah, it just like fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Like I like on this one, I'm gonna give it a shot. Like the same thing with uh, uh, the new uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power that yeah. comes out in November. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people online that are like, "This is garbage and crap and blah blah blah." And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, "We we have we've seen like half a trailer, guys." <laughs> I saw you were like super geeked about it, like on social. So I was like, "Nice." Yeah, like, it um, looks really good, and I'm like, "I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this show." Like, but I mean, I like those, you know. Like those shows like uh, Miraculous Ladybug and Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Like I love yeah. strong female characters and She-Ra is like the beast of a strong female <laughs> characters. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this, especially if it's in this cutesy looking little style. It's like she's still going to be B.A. I mean, she's not going to, you know, completely do a 180. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. Give it a shot. No, yeah, it's cool. And that was another one that Mike did an illustration for. So it's like you guys. Yeah, are def- I, I, I saw him do a couple of those. And I'm like, oh, dude, I want to buy some of these. No, you guys are definitely on the same wavelength. He did the uh, he did a Daft Punk poster for us for when we showed Interstellar. Oh, man. Um, so Hannah showed me Interstellar because she's like, you love anime. It's like, yeah. She's like, and you kind of like Daft Punk. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? didn't tell me anything about that so i uh, like i'm getting that almost like love story going on i'm like yeah. i like this and then he dies yeah and i'm like why did you show me this the rest <laughs> of this movie is ruined i don't care about it anymore well it's so cool too because like you don't even think about and i'd only seen like a few of the episodes on like toonami like sitting down talking about like the programming when i was talking to steven here up at the tower about what we're going to show mm-hmm. You know, and we kind of had that theme of like musical, like movies that incorporate music or something like to that extent. And um, I'm just like, I didn't even think of it. And I was just like, oh, we like, like, no, duh, like we should do that. But then I realized like I didn't know if the whole thing was just like audio. And it is. It's just like mm-hmm. the entire album front to back. And it's just, man, it's insane. It's so cool. Like people were just like super into it the whole time. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like I it's it's a it's a good movie. Again, I'm more of a story guy and like when they kill my the coolest freaking character on the whole entire thing, I'm like, yeah. "Well, what the heck is this?" Yeah, why, was- why are you killing them? You killed my ship. <laughs> this is how the story's supposed to go. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> uh the um it was definitely better received than uh, the Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, I have to say. Uh I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe audience wise, but I think the crowd in that Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. They had fun. We, we had fun. <laughs> Man, that, that was dub so is amazing. Funny. Yeah, it was ugh, so dramatic too. And it's like, um, the guy, the, the little girl comes up to hero and he's, she's like, are you lost? He's like, I've been lost since the day I was born. And it's like, dude, everyone died laughing. That was that was probably one of the best parts. (laughs) Like, honestly, there's two uh, really great moments where I've seen a movie with a group of people that it's been great. Like, that's one of them. And the other one was when I saw Paranormal Activity and it was like a an 11 o'clock showing 
And it was like that scene, like towards the end where uh, he goes down to, you know, like she floats down and he like runs after her and it's, uh, you don't see anything and it's just the camera for a while. Yeah. This dude was like, dude's about to get fucked. And then like he f- <laughs> flew towards the wind, like the camera. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. And like the whole entire place just cracked up. I don't think anybody heard or like was caring that when she came and like looked at the camera, we were all just still dying because yeah. of that dude. It's supposed it to be like hilarious. the last big scare and like nobody even gave a fuck because they were laughing. Exactly. It was, it was beautiful. Like, and cause I mean, at that point it's like one o'clock in the morning. And so like, we're all been kind of like stuck together in this scary movie. And then that shit happens. It's just lighting like, the whole movie. Bro, you win. You've won. You won the movie, <laughs> sir. Give this man an Oscar. Forget this. Just give that guy. I, uh, man, I love that. And there's like, you know, there's a point where it's like annoying sometimes, especially if you're like an AMC or a Tinseltown. But there was one time, like, when I was in college, me and my friends used to just always go to, like, midnight premieres of movies. And we went to, like, Wrath of the Titans. I don't know. Whatever the second of the class. The second of the, yeah. Yeah, the second one. And um, (laughs) we're there and some guy, like, the movie's getting ready to start, you know, like, the previous had just ended and it it got, like, dark. And it was about to start rolling, like, the production companies and shit. And um, some dude yells. He's like, release the kraken and everybody was just like what the fuck and some dude like just out of nowhere yelled like right after he was like shut the fuck up <laughs> and like Those everyone the in the theater like died laughing like damn and apparently that dude tried to like fight that guy after like really is your cock that small yeah i mean like i i worked at a uh at a movie theater. Like I was an assistant manager at a movie theater for 3 years. Oh, so pretty much like every thursday we had we had to do the because it was it was before we like they had any of the digital stuff so you had to th- thread everything by hand oh shit like the film yeah so you had to splice all the film together run it through the projector make sure it didn't get a brain wrap all the fun stuff so we would have to sit there during the like during the new movies to make sure that everything ran correctly there was no flips because i mean when you put your uh your pieces of film together, you have to make sure that your sound bars are touching and you don't want them flipped because then the movie just loses all of its sound. Oh shit. So we had to sit there and make, watch it, make sure everything was good. Um, so I saw, I've seen hundreds, if not thousands of movies just because I had to do that yeah, pretty much like every Thursday. And then you'd have, there's sometimes that you would have multiple movies um so you would basically especially like if it was a star wars you'd have to hit in theater one theater two and theater three so you would have to watch all three of them to make sure that all three of them were good my god yeah so but yeah, like a three hour movie doing and you have to watch on, it three times that's like your whole day right there pretty much but it was good because i mean you would usually be like okay i'll be in theater one you two be in theater two and you be in theater three. Oh, so yeah, that way so we would all it watch up. it and yeah. like get out at the same time so we could kind of you know talk about it afterwards but it was good lord sometimes it was a mess and there's man. so much bad shit that happens in movie theaters man you know <laughs> you know you know now that's that's cool man i've known so many people that have like worked at movie theaters so i'm like man i wish i would have done that it's a gr- it's a really good starting job like I like how you had that caveat starting. <laughs> it's a very good starting job. I would job. not do it's that not shit a good again. Finishing job. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, nah, man, that's too funny. Uh, w- well, one of the shows that I wanted you to really highlight on and and uh, kind of you know speak your piece, like have your uh, come to Jesus talk about, is uh, Full Metal Panic. Um, it's a show I haven't really uh, got super into yet. I just, you know, I know it's like basically it's like a dude sent to like protect like this girl in high school, but mm-hmm. I, I really don't know much more outside of that besides the premise like of what a friend has told me. So can you kind of give like your spiel on like why people should watch that and like why you're super into that show? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's basically this, he's pretty much a child soldier that works for this, um, it's pretty much a mercenary peacekeeping organization that tries to prevent wars and so he gets sent to watch this one girl because she's special um so i'm trying to do this as diplomatically as possible without spoiling the entire thing okay (laughs) um so yeah so he has to watch this girl and obviously because there is a teenage boy and a teenage girl there will start to develop some feelings but he's pretty much like a robot because, I mean, he's been a child soldier his whole entire life, so he pretty much just does, like, knows his orders. Um, and she, you know, is a, you know, young-spirited, blue-haired, teenage female protagonist. Um, so, yeah, it, she has to do, like, they basically work together, and she helps introduce him more to humanity. And it, to me, it was just really good. Plus, the fight scenes in it are great. It's got one of the best uh, dub casts that I've ever heard. Um, Chris Patton is the main character, and I love him to death. Um, we're trying to work out to where he's going to be on the show. It's just scheduling conflicts. That would be dope. You're getting yeah. all kinds of good ones, man. I'm, I got to try to catch up. Oh, man. We can get you Phil Lamar. <laughs> yeah, you saw that? Yeah, I've been like, yeah, yeah. on his nuts, um, like on Twitter. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like the mechs on it. Like, I love, like mech anime like i love neon genesis evangelion yeah i love yes, gundam yes. i love big o i love love zoids dude um, zoids shout out to zoids exactly you think about zoids and you're like oh yeah zoids was damn good yeah what was it the liger zero the liger zero the Boy. liger zero is the best that's uh, the shit oh and like and i love like nobody likes g gundam but i think g gundam is hilarious just because the one who's like this hand of mine glows with an awesome power. It's the most, it's the stupidest thing ever, <laughs> but I think it's awesome that if you have a catchphrase, right? Before, and it's a long thing. He has to do this hand of mine glows with an awesome power. It's burning grip tells me to defeat you. You could get like killed like 17 times in that amount of time frame, <laughs> but everyone just like stops and like, all right, he has to say the catchphrase and then he's going to murder us. Well, it's like that's the, what happens. It's like the old Team Rocket speech in Pokemon. Pretty or much. It's like, yeah, like if Team Rocket's doing all this, it's like, just leave. Just walk <laughs> away. Um, nah, G Gundam, I, I didn't mind that one too much. I don't fuck with SD Gundam at all. Like the freaking uh, Funko Pop Gundam. Yeah, the chi- yeah, that, that was not my that was not my thing. Well, it's like there's nobody in the Gundams either. Like they're just like the Gundams are people. I'm like, yeah. no. These are things, not people. Yeah, it's like these are things, not people. Um, but no, like I love Full Metal Panic. Um, they got the first raid, which is, I mean, the first season, and they've got the second raid, and then they did a little like filler season called Fumofu, where it's just fun garbage stuff, um, full of fan service because you know that's what you do in filler seasons. Um, and then they've got the new season, which is Invisible Victory. Um, so they're finishing out the manga with it, and it's it's been really good so far. I hate the fact right now in this season, every four episodes, they give you a recap episode 
of the last four episodes. Oh yeah. I'm like, I literally just watched these. You don't <laughs> You're have like, to God damn. You don't have to give me episode four point five. We've we've had four episodes. Well, that was like the big one of my big qualms with Gundam Wing, like rewatching that because I rewatched all of Gundam Wing uh, in preparation for uh, Endless Waltz, and um, like the first few episodes, and it's like the United Earth Sphere Alliance. Like fuck, I'm like okay, like you're gonna recap the entire series every episode. Yeah. Like fuck, That's what you me. do back then? But it's funny because, like, you don't think about it because, like, when you're watching it every, like, day or every week, like, you're just watching one at a time. Mm-hmm. So now we're spoiled because, like, we're marathoning it. But, like, they probably didn't know that that shit was going to happen. Like, yeah, they're just trying to I, keep you, like, it was good to have back then because if you missed one or didn't yeah, know what was going know on, you're know like, oh, happens. okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, like, one of my favorite DVDs, I mean, love it or hate it, Attack on Titans really popular. But I yeah. love what Funimation did with their with their Blu-rays is you can put it on just like play all mode and it won't show the opening credit each time. Oh, it just marathon it. it. Yeah, it just like you put it on the marathon and it's like do 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 into the episode. That's clutch. Right, right. Start at the next one. Like no title cards, anything like that. It's just like, boom, here's your next no episode. No lash between the badge. You're just right. Exactly. In. It's so great. I like love it. I, uh. Well, that Outlaw Star set that I was telling you about is like all, like the Blu-rays or whatever. And like on the player, um, they kind of did that, I guess. But just like each chapter, like skippable one, it's like I could like time it out just because it was like, okay, if I hit it once, that gets me. Because like they do those openers, which I really do like those openers because it's the guy like it's Jet from yeah. Cowboy Bebop. And so he does like those intros and it's like what a lot of those Toonami bumpers came from. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would like find myself watching those, like not skipping those, but, um, like I would skip the, uh, like it would get to the theme song and I would skip that. And like, right after that skip is like the very beginning of the episode. And so like, I was able to time that out. Like, okay, if I hit it twice at the end of the episode, it gets me to that bumper, hit it one more time. That's the episode. So it was like, it was easy to like pound it out like that. But yeah, I like when they set it up like that, just because it's like I didn't necessarily want to watch like every single one of those like every time, but it's like yeah, whatever. I will say I I really love when they uh, like pretty much whenever there's a new anime, I watch the the intro twice. Like I'll watch it the first time, and then the second time I watch it, I just see how long it is, so that way I can go fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Two minutes and twenty two seconds, so two minutes and twenty seconds play. Oh yeah, like time it out. Exactly. Yeah, that's usually what I do with that. That's a gift. That is a uh, <laughs> and a not often talked about gift that you have to like skip exactly to where it starts without like yeah. having those preset cuts. But yeah, yeah man, although, I definitely I mean, Funimation yeah. does a cool thing too, where you can uh, like their fast forward is just fifteen second chunks. Yeah. So normally you can just go click, 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 and then that last click. It's like boom! It starts the it starts the episode, and you're like, "Yeah, thank you." That is nice. Yeah, we were talking about that because like, um, my buddy gave me his login to VRV. Yeah, how is how is VRV? It's pretty dope, actually. I think it's okay. A product of Crunchyroll, right? Uh, it's a product of like a bunch of things. Oh, is like, it? Uh, it has a lot of properties. So I didn't know. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like they do a lot of stuff in it. Um, my thing is you can't, uh, do anything with the, 
like any sort of like if I'm watching like something on inst uh, I have watching something on um uh, what's it called Rooster Teeth because like I I have a Rooster Teeth subscription and I have a Funimation subscription but I can't combine the two and just have one subscription for both. Oh, okay, I got which, you. Which 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 kind of sucks. So I'm like, oh well, I already pay this and then I already pay this. So, but I can't, those can't just like merge over to VRV. You have to buy VRV's thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that like, is well, how it is. I'm kind of getting spoiled just cause like my friend gave me his login. And so he was really, he gave it to me cause like, just cause he was getting tired of me not being caught up on my hero academia. <laughs> and so, uh, I finally got, uh, reasonably caught up to that. I'm like in the current season now, but, um, it's good, man. It had like, Anything that I would like try to look for was there, except for my uh, hentai. No, I'm just well, kidding. Well, you know, you, you, got, you got to go different places for that. That's had to go to the hub for that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's those, are, those are special places. Uh, no, man, that's a it's totally a thing though. And you brought up kind of something, you know, with the nature of your show and like having so many of these like very prominent voice actors on was kind of like a passion point for me. And like, I even want to do, I think I talked to you about doing an episode in the future. Like I want to do a sub versus dub. Like, yeah. What are the pros and cons of both type of thing? Just so we can like sit down and talk about it. Just cause like, um, I've had a couple people on like Tim Wynn that I had on, I've had him on mm-hmm. a couple panels and stuff, but he's like a staunch, like I watched the sub man. Like I'm watching the original Japanese. Like I will, I'm not going to watch a dub. And so, um, I mean, like just I, very, I, I'm like, cool with people that like subs, but yeah. knowing as many voice actors that I know and trying to be a voice actor myself, uh, I sit there and I'm like, yeah, but English, uh, some people like to speak that and can't read as fast. <laughs> English, so, motherfucker, do you speak it? Pretty much. So I'm like, like, I've always preferred the English. I mean, if it's something that's only available in Japanese, I'll watch it in Japanese. Yeah. But Attack on Titan was the one that killed me on it. Cause watching that first season of Attack on Titan on Netflix just subbed. I had to watch that thing like two or three times because I kept missing stuff. Cause you're reading. Yeah. That's kind of exactly. like, I'm my... reading and then be like, Oh, someone got eaten. How, what, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I was too busy reading. Exactly. I, Whereas uh... in English, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Oh, that person got eaten. Thanks for telling me about it. <laughs> No, yeah, you definitely, like, you don't really think about things like that. And even with, like, some of the dubs anyway, like, um, or even with the subs, like, um, I had a lady on that's from Japan. Like, she was raised in Japan and everything. Her husband's American. And they watch anime together, and they watch it uh, subbed. And she said, like, she'll watch it and, like, laugh at certain parts, you know, just because it's in Japanese and she understands it. Mm-hmm. And then where he, where he laughs is in the, in the, you know, the sub reading the subs, like she's not getting that same, you know, she's not re- comprehending it the same way as him. And so yeah. that's kind of an, that was an interesting point that I never really thought of that was like, wow, like she's listening to it, you know, because that's her native language. But what we're getting is like their best interpretation of like how that applies to, you know, a way that we can understand it, like in America. Exactly, and they do a lot of stuff like that. Like, uh, Hatalia is infamous for doing that. Um, what else? Uh, Shin-chan did a lot of that. 
because a, the, the majority of Shinchan is like a bunch of jokes in Japanese, like a bunch of pop culture yeah, references like, in you Japanese. You never get that. Which yeah. you try to bring that over here, it like it's like, yeah, I don't understand what that means. Well, it's just, yeah, it's that cultural relativism of it, you know, yeah. like you don't, it doesn't, it's not a thing here. Over there, it's like ingrained in the culture and it's just like, it's a play on that. And over there, it's really smart. And not to say that here it's not, it's just, we don't get it. Yeah, exactly. It's, and that's like, if you did a bunch of pop culture stuff from America and then threw it over there, it's going to be like way overheads. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any sense because it's two culturally different things. Um, uh, let's see who really did. Oh God. Then there's, then there's wonderful anime like ghost stories. The ghost stories anime is probably one of the best dubs ever made. Cause that was the one where, uh, like it was, it was that time in like the early two thousands where there was just a bunch of ghosts, like monster of the week, garbage mystery things that came out in Japan. Yeah. Um, so if you watch the original sub version of ghost stories, that is what it is. But when you watch the dub, since they lost so much money on it, they sold it to America with the thinking of, we just want to get our money back. We don't care what you do with it. We'll send you the scripts. We honestly don't care. Because usually when there is a Japanese, an English dub adaptation of any sort of foreign product, there are people there to make sure that they're getting the product correct. Yeah, like a quality control. Exactly. In this one, they didn't care. So everybody <laughs> did whatever the hell they wanted Holy to. Holy shit. So like the the actors we Chris Chris Patton is one of them, which is great. So like Chris Patton, um oh god, Monaco, Rial, uh Hillary Hag, all these like really good voice actors that are very prominent today, they did this and they wanted to beat each other into the recording booth so that they could get all of the good lines and make the other person have to fuck up. Wow. So it was just like that a was game the to whole them. entire point of that show. So like if you go on YouTube, Fun Toon Tunes pod, uh, uh, audience, uh, go on YouTube, type in ghost stories, just see what pops up. <laughs> ghost stories anime, and it's they're hilarious. Uh, That's it's so really funny. bad. Because yeah. at the t- at the time when it was done, I want to say it was like 2002, 2003. So the political culture in the world is way different. Um, there, it's not politically correct at all. Oh shit! Well, yeah. I mean, back then it was like an early two thousands dub, so you could still say shit and not get in trouble for it. Well, that, now they're getting in trouble for it ten years later and getting fired off the Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, well, you know, uh, that's <laughs> a, that's a whole thing. But no, yeah, like if they if they wanted to do that for, you know, this thing, like uh, everybody would lose any sort of jobs that they would want to have. <laughs> we see you like don't have one any of them your, uh... is a uh, Bible thumping Christian who thinks all of the other people are uh, heathens. Uh, one of them is a penny pinching Jew. Jesus. Um, I'm just telling their characters don't come after me later. <laughs> but I'm just saying uh, one of them is a lecherous kid. Uh, then we have our main character um, and her brother. Uh, they make a lot of jokes about him being in the Special Olympics. Jesus Christ. Yes, it's it's really bad, but it's really, really good. It was a different time. It was definitely a different time. <laughs> yeah, definitely just, a different time. You see all those actors like if scrubbed it from their work history. I, I see you don't have any uh, work history from 2000 to 2005. It's like, oh, yeah, I was yeah, in, no, I didn't work. I was on five year vacation. 
Well, that's like uh, Brittany Karbowski, who uh, she she does a lot of. She was in a movie with Chris Evans. I think she like blew him in some movie. Um, but like, she's a voice Jesus. actress, um, and she's done a whole bunch of stuff, and she's really really popular. That was one of her very first roles, and she is not credited on anything. She's like, no, I'll put it in there that I blew Chris, Chris Evans in a car one time, but <laughs> I don't, I don't want ghost stories on my resume, please. Well, Jesus Christ. Well, the uh, it's on the hierarchy of you know he sucked Captain America's dick. Then I guess you could put that on a resume, you know. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure when he was like Jake Weiler from Not Another Teen Movie, she's like, no, nah, it's okay. We don't have to put him in. But then he's <laughs> like, Captain America's like, yeah, I want that credit, please. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that. Yeah, you put me on IMDb. And he was a human torch, right? Yeah, but we don't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't acknowledge that. <laughs> that was Michael B. Jordan. And we don't talk about that one either. Oh, man. That is just cash grab at its finest, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that's... But I, I still think his like I'm I'm eh, man, and I did a whole po- uh, episode on like Marvel versus DC on uh, one of our, our, our my sister podcasts, which is Cloud City Cast. Um, did a whole thing with them, and I still attest to this day that Chris Evans' best role is in not another teen movie. That movie it is pretty funny. Like when he does yeah. like the the whipped cream part, that shit cracks exactly. me the fuck up. I brought up. up the whipped cream part. It's like whipped cream with a banana in his bum. Hilarious. It's like, there we go. And he's talking about what's the girl's name? Um, it's a uh, oh man, what is her name? She's in man. What is she? Is she in My Name Is Earl or whatever that show's uh, called? Yeah, uh, or it's Janie. It's Janie Briggs is her character's name. Yeah, I can't uh, remember I anyone's have to name. Grab the Blu-ray to see. Can't remember anyone's name tonight, apparently. Jamie Presley. Yeah, Jamie Presley. Um, that shit cracked me up when he's like, that face she has when she's licking my balls. That <laughs> shit cracked me up, man. That movie is actually pretty funny. It's great. I mean, it's got so many good cameos in it. Like, for whatever reason, Melissa Joan Hart is in that movie. Why is Melissa Joan Hart in that movie? <laughs> because Sabrina. Why not? Because Sabrina. Oh man, that Molly is, Ringwald's in that movie. That is too funny. They're trying to bring back like all the teen like nostalgia shit from like mm-hmm. different generations. I guess another random cameo in that movie: Josh Radner, who plays who played Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. He's the tour guide in the beginning of Not Another Teen Movie. Oh man, and you're like, why are you in this movie? It's like I was on the lot, I guess. Yeah, you have a pulse. You could be this. You can be in this. That's too funny, man. That's funny yeah, when you watch shit like that back and you're like, oh, I didn't know that so-and-so was in that. Um, like Matt Damon in Eurotrip? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> I don't um, think he has a care. I don't think he has a name. It's just the lead, the singer who sings Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. Um, Kind of going back to the... Uh, you know, we're talking about like the sub versus dub like line that people don't like to cross for whatever reason. Um, one of the things, you know, I talked to, I was telling you about that guy, Tim. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that made me think of it was just like, yeah, I'm not sure I like Tim. <laughs> he's a good guy. Besides that. Um, no, he, uh, you know, we, we were talking about, we're on an episode doing a whole show about My Hero Academia. And uh, we were talking about how great the voice cast is because uh, the guy does All Might. I think it's Chris Sabat. 
Yep, Chris Sabat. And um, we were just like, himself. dude, Chris Chris Sabat's so good in that. And Tim's like, who? Like, what are you talking about? And it's like he had no idea like who that was because he's never watched that, you know, that sub or that dub. And so it's like, well, shit, dude, like this guy's actually really good in this role. But he's just so staunch like the I'm putting my foot down like I only watch the subs. I'm like, damn, dude, you're missing out on some really good like voice acting here. Yeah, it's like voice act- like anime dubbing right now is not the way it was in 1998. Like that, it's we've come leaps and bounds from like early tsunami. Yeah, we're not sending everything to Canada, and it's not going to be like an Akira dub. Like, calm down. Exactly. Yeah, we're not blue oceaning this. Like, <laughs> where this is this is this is Funimation. They they do things right. Uh, yeah, especially like with Chris about like that that DBZ dub is 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 still like well, not the blue ocean because that's a little bit weird, um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean the like the the Funimation dub of that is fantastic. Um, it like, is that's iconic. my Goku. Like when I listen to the uh, the Japanese, I I just sit there and I'm like I don't like this. I like what they did because it's the same voice actress who plays little kid Goku in Dragon Ball. Yeah, and the then adult grows Goku. Up. So it's the same voice actress, which is which is cool. But I sit there and I'm like. No, I don't like that. I want my Goku is Sean Schimmel, and that's yeah. the way he will always be for me. No, nah, except yeah, that, when he was Kirby yeah, Morrow. I agree. I guess we can kind of tie that into your uh, uh, the first time we met during the Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, because Kirby Morrow played Goku in the Blue Ocean dub, but he also played Catra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Catra is the worst though, man. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> He's such a punk bitch. Like, come uh, on, dude. But no, he. I I love how every time that they showed his freaking Gundam, they're like, we need to give it some sort of poncho. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? Does it rain a lot in the desert? Yeah. It, 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 you wouldn't think so, but yeah, it's very rainy. Yeah, yeah. That's why they have all that sand. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, I'm like... You could literally feed a, like, his country. You could feed his people with the amount of cloaks. Like, if you just <laughs> took those cloaks and just, like, scrapped them and sold them for just scrap, you know, cloth, you'd be able to feed the entire, you know, area. Nah, man, he needed to he needed to get that cloak on the old sand rock, my guy. I will say, though, it does look freaking stylish. It's pretty It cool. does, cool, yeah. Little- he has a dope Gundam, but... He also wears like a vest, and it's stupid. We all know Death Sight's probably the coolest Gundam, though. Death Sight is definitely the coolest Gundam. But man, I really do like Heavy Arms. Like the, I actually don't really like the uh, Endless Waltz iteration of the Heavy Arms. It's like the Mark II or whatever. Yeah, but um, the original Heavy Arms with like that red, orange, blue like tone. That shit was legit. I mean, I like to me like I liked all of their Gundams except Wu Fei's. Just because uh, yeah. I hated Wu Fei because he's a little bitch that killed Trey's. So I was like, nah, nah. I hate you. I hate you and everything you stand for. He was a, you know, it's funny too. I was watching when I was, I told you I watched that back uh, before like our Endless Waltz panel. Um, <laughs> he's like super sexist. Oh yeah, he's an asshole. And it's so funny. He's like, uh, I think, um, uh, what is that chick's name? Um the one Elena. that's like, no, it's the one that's on, um, the one that's on Zex Nuts. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, oh. 
We can't remember shit tonight, my guy. Uh, it's not Lady Oon. I that's or, the first oh, thing I no, thought of. Her. It now oh, hell. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, he like she like has crashed and she can't move her Gundam, and so she's like a sitting duck. And Wu Fei is there, and he's like uh, waiting, like she's waiting for him to like finish her off. And um, he's like, "You're weak. Like I'm not gonna waste my time on a woman." It's like fuck, man. Like, but it's like that's like the uh, that's one of like the defining points of his character. Is like he's like, you know, I don't hurt women or children type of thing. But it's like super comes across like super sexist. Yeah, he's uh. Yeah, he's just a piece. Of, he's just a piece of shit. He has no redeeming qualities. That's who it was, Noin. Noin, that's right. Man, I can't. I wish we could remember shit off the bat. What was her first name? It was it's a like, cool first name. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I can't remember what it was. It was like a really different name. Yeah, dang it. Oh well. Um, but no, I I will say, uh, she's probably the best of the female characters, just because I never liked Relena. Um, I will say, I never liked Hero either. Yeah, Except when uh, Rolina goes and she's like, do you want to come to my birthday party? Oh, he's yeah. like, I'll kill you. And I was like, Jesus, you could have just said no, dude. No, that's not the way uh, that's not his stupid, style. stupid shorts and uh, crop top works. Yeah, that dude never wore regular clothes in the entire yeah. series. It's like, You're not getting cold in that on. tank top, bro. He, he did not. He did not. He never learned what a shirt was. <laughs> I will say of the characters, I did like Troa the best, even though Troa is not even really Troa. Lucrezia was her name. Lucrezia, yeah, yeah, Lucrezia. yeah. Lucrezia Noin. That's a badass name, dude. Right? I'm going to name my daughter Lucrezia Kane. <laughs> um, and the, and then, like when she's 12, she'll be like, why? Like, I don't know. I said I'd do it in a podcast, so I had to. You just say, I've been lost since the day I was born. That man, I can't. I'm sorry, I go back to that. That shit cracked me up. Like, oh my god, I couldn't believe how so many people bad. laughed like the same time. That killed me. That was the same thing with like when we watched Akira. Um, like people were cracking up at different parts. I'm just like, yeah, some of this shit doesn't hold up. Oh uh, man, yeah, like God, there, there's that part where uh, Joshua Seth, like when he's uh, he basically becomes Akira and he eats his girlfriend he's like what happened to her is she dead I'm like yeah bro did you not feel the squish <laughs> you nommed her like look at it you got blood on you man no that was it was crazy though but speaking of akira like johnny young bosch is in that dub right yep and then that's a a good way to segue into um you had mentioned that you're a big fan of trigun oh man John, I, I've I met John Young Bosch at a con once, and and it was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Um, he's because I mean I one of those things where I grew up with Power Rangers, and he was Adam on Mighty Morphin, so I he was one of my favorite characters. Like I didn't want to be like when we got the that new group of Mighty Morphin Rangers, I didn't want to be Rocky or anything like that. I wanted to be Adam. Dude, Rocky was whack. Yeah, he, he was definitely no Jason. Um, but like, I wanted to, I wanted to be Adam, and I was like, man, he's so cool. But and like, 
all my other friends were like, no, be belly. And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No one ever said be belly. Um, so like, yeah, I loved Adam. And then when I found out that, oh my gosh, this is the same guy that does my favorite Power Ranger, I instantly fell in love. No, yeah, that's pretty legit too. And he was good in that show. Like I remember, I remember, and I might, it might have been the movie. Is that when they become the Ninja Rangers? Yeah, he's like, I, I'm a frog. He's like super bummed. Yeah, he's like, and then he gets a kiss, and Rocky's like, man, I want a kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He's like, he brightens up. He's like, I'm a frog. You yeah. See that girl kiss me. <laughs> nah, man, that that is pretty. Uh, pretty iconic because i remember he was really good in that show and so it, it was kind of the same way for me like i realized later it's like dude this guy voices a ton of people like yeah dude's been working yeah he's yeah he's definitely one of like if i i i, I keep making the joke if i ever got him on the show i could end the podcast because like, like that your, would be the pinnacle of what i, I can say that's like the peak for you yeah it's like i could get mark hamill on and i could continue the podcast um God but damn. i got johnny young bosch now i'm done see you guys i'm out we well, just hang it up man you're like going out on top like jordan exactly <laughs> i'm just like i'll shoot the ball one last time say kobe and then just walk away <laughs> <laughs> nah man i feel you for sure like i think everybody has like that unicorn guest they want so that'd be uh i mean i definitely get it just because it's like it's cool to see one of those that goes so back go so far back for someone Mm -hmm. so like to to watch him like in power rangers and then find this show later and you're like oh shit that's the same guy and then to meet him you're like holy shit this is awesome yeah and like that's like and he's hilarious like uh he has like uh he used to have eye shine that was his band um so like when i like when i saw him at the at the convention um he had his band with him and they were a little bit late for sound check, so his Q and A was a sound check Q and A. So that's when like somebody would ask the questions, and then he would play his answer. Um, that was oh, that's really fun. Cool. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, but yeah, he's got a new band now, but I don't remember what they're called. Like We Are Giants, maybe, huh? Something like that. But no, I mean he's a good singer. It definitely sounds like Johnny Young Bosch. You're like, why the hell? It's like Trigun singing. As I say, is her episode Trigun starting? Yeah, exactly. That is cool when they have it, like, you know, when someone has like a side thing like that that you're into as well. Like I uh I went to um Wizard World. Yeah. And they had uh Steve Cardenas was there. The guy did the Oh yeah. He was the Red Ranger. And um he uh he was there, so that was cool to like see him, but then there was uh the guy that was in Rookie of the Year, I forget his oh, name. Yeah, um, I don't really give a shit about him. I just remember he was there. I just remember he was in Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he had that he was, weird arm. He was like uh, Tara Reed's boyfriend in American Pie. Oh, that's right. So yeah, I was like, oh, that's that guy. Like, okay, that's cool. Well, I guess he does music now. Like, he's like a musician. He like plays gigs, like wherever mm-hmm. he can get gigs. And um, he did. Uh, you know that song Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne? Yeah. He did that song, but he was he sang Stifler's Mom because he was on American I- American Pie. That's good. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like <laughs> Well, I mean it's it's one of those where you're like, well, this is what people know me for. So he just this owns is what it. I'm gonna do. Yeah, but it was just like, oh man, like <laughs> I wish more people was here. I wish more people were here with me because they're not gonna believe that this happened. Yeah, no one's gonna believe that. 
I was just like, that's so funny, man. <laughs> Stifler's mom. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had never been like, that was the first like bona fide con I've been to was Wizard World. Um, I did go uh, to should, one. You should make it out to a Zoomy con. Yeah, I need to go to like, I've had a couple people like hit me up about going to other ones, but um, I had a, a buddy of mine just got back from uh, from uh, uh, Comic-Con in San Diego. So he went to like the oh, big yeah. one. And um, yeah, his like his girlfriend's cousin does like the graphics, like graphic design for Comic Con or something. Oh shit! I know that was like big time. I was like, holy shit! But he like designed the pamphlets or some bullshit. But they got like free tickets from him, I think, or something. Or he got tickets and he wasn't going. I don't remember what it was, but hmm. I was like, dude, that's dope. That that see that seems kind of like he got like you know a shitty a shitty compensation like i did all the pamphlets at comic-con they gave me two tickets yeah it seems like well maybe maybe next time you do the monetary compensation yeah i don't know if that was like i don't know exactly what the transaction was like how they got the tickets or whatever but i know they got hooked up because he like worked there somehow or something but yeah i need to try to get out to the big show sometime man that'll be sick like i'd like to go out to that sometime really the big goal for uh like me and my wife um in 2020 or 2021 we plan on going to japan oh you want to go to the olympics and so you know what we talked about that like we talked about how it was the olympics were there in 2020 so we talked about delaying it a year just so it wouldn't be like a shit show but you know what's crazy about that um in akira akira yeah yeah they say the 2020 tokyo olympics or whatever future or neo tokyo and which yeah the shit's like, that there was, what, and it's like holy shit yeah and it's like what the f- that's crazy yeah it's like it's one of those where i'm like if if i was japan like sending that bid and be like no guys we already said that we have it so yeah you gotta give it to us i really hope they do some cool shit like um like putting like red motorcycles out and shit oh uh, i mean I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if honestly, if we don't have like a big ass Gundam, I'm gonna like lose my mind. Dude, that'd be sick. I know they had like a that RX 38 model or whatever model that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one just kind of like stood. It didn't move. So a part of me's like, you guys make one that moves for the Tokyo Olympics. You guys have won this Olympics. That would be insane. They enter their Gundam into the Olympics. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you see a bunch of like people like, nah, I ain't playing in this game. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go up against that thing. No, I don't. Fuck there's with some sort of like 10, like there's some, some 12 year old child in there. <laughs> yeah. Just like the damn show. I always forget how young they are in the show. And I'm like, what the fuck? These are like killer, like kids. Yeah. It's like hero is in, he's in the same class as Relina and they're what? Like sophomores in high school. Like, huh, well, this seems a bit young to be murdering everyone. <laughs> hey, you got to start sometime. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, or nah? Yeah, uh, but no, like, like that was like, I, I want to go to, I like, I, I've been planning, I've been trying to get Hannah on board, because we both want to go to uh, Japan, but we also want to we want to plan it to where we have a at least like a 24 hour layover in Korea because we're both big K-pop fans. So we want to have a 24 hour layover in Korea, 
basically so we could go to a K-pop concert and then go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make a deal of it for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I've been trying to get her to go for, we want to go before the Olympics, like a couple months before the Olympics. That's what I'm saying, man, for sure. Because everybody is going to be, because like, that's when like a bunch of these like restaurants and businesses, they're ha- going to want to be practicing for all of these international guests. So oh, you're yeah, going to get true. like the best service ever. Yeah, for sure. So that's why that's that's my plan. I'm like, I would love to go in like April because it's in August. It's like, let me go in April or May and then we'll yeah. get fantastic service. But you beat the because rush. They, they have to try everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, let's go then. That's good planning. That's why we, I, mean, I was like, dude, let's just delay it a year. Like, we'll just save up for another year. That's what I told yeah, my, my yeah, wife. Yeah, I mean, it's I definitely like, better to save up for another year for sure. But now that's that's cool that you say like the K-pop thing because I was going to transition into that, you know, kind of the nature of the show is we talk about like the two things that, in my opinion, were the things you kind of get shit on, you know, for whenever you're younger. Like it's not like the cool thing. People are always really quick to like judge the music you listen to. And yeah. um, and then if you watch anime, obviously you're not like <laughs> you're like the outcast for whatever reason. But now it's like so prominent that like all this shit's like more like culturally cool and like has come full circle almost. And so I was kind of wondering, like you had mentioned that you were like really into K-pop. I was wondering how you like got into that initially. Um, With that, like I had always been a fan of like the Japanese pop, like anime intros and outros are fantastic and they're usually like bopping. And I really love, like I really like EDM music and we've that's like kind of something that we're slowly in the u.s like slowly transitioning away from um but it's it's the stuff that i love the most so that's why like because i grew up with you know country music and like 80s music so like those hair bands i grew up with and then i grew up with country music because that's what my mom liked to play on the radio Yeah, yeah yeah so it's like well okay well this is what i've got um yeah and then like to and then for me um it it took a turn where uh i just didn't listen to music at all like i didn't care like whenever i got into a car i would turn on a podcast like yeah that's that's what i would do um so like i i like people would be like oh have you heard this song like no like i i don't listen i don't listen to music i listen to podcasts no yeah i feel you on that i feel you just because I mean, like, I, if if I'm going to do something, I, I would like to learn something, and you can actually learn some stuff in podcasts depending on what you listen to. So that was just the way that I went. Because and that was when I was uh, really doing uh, a lot of my driving and everything for one of my first couple of jobs. Uh, that's what I did, and like it was when like Rooster Teeth was kind of just starting off with their podcast, like back when they were doing the Drunk Tank, um, and I would basically listen to all those episodes. It's like that was a weekly thing and I would get to listen to all those. Um, I listened to some IGN stuff, Giant Bomb, like other stuff like that. Like, And as more things came about, I would listen to more things like that. Um, so, yeah, to me, like I was like, I'd rather just listen to a podcast than music. No, yeah, yeah. Fuck with that, man. I um, One of the first podcasts I listened to was uh, Rooster Teeth Buddy, Rooster Teeth's Buddy's uh, Funhouse. Yeah, Funhouse is fantastic. I like those guys, like Bruce Green and like Adam and all those guys, like crack my shit up. Mm-hmm. And so they did like Dude Soup and a couple other yeah, like, shows. Well, there funny. are a bunch of guys that came over from 
Machinima, right? Machinima, or yeah, like well, some of them came from Machinima, some of them came from G four, and some of them came from IGN. Um, but they all, I think they all worked at IGN for a while because they had they were doing a whole bunch of stuff over there, and then they they all left, and when IGN was doing those massive layoffs, yeah, um, and then they moved over. Like the same thing with the comedy button. That was a bunch of guys that, you know, worked at IGN and they were doing uh, comedy button. I mean, they were doing podcasts over there and then they moved over like they got laid off and then they were like, OK, let's screw that. We'll just do a pay like a Kickstarter and create our own podcast. The same thing that we were basically doing, but we'll call it something different. And yeah, that's what they do now. They just they podcast pretty much full time. I mean, they all have the you know regular jobs because, I mean, if you just podcast you know two hours every week your life gets boring so yeah i mean they do other stuff but yeah like to me podcasts were always one of the things that i really really enjoyed and i always wanted to do one but it was one of those like i never had that push until gavin was like hey you know let's talk more about animation and then it just kind of clicked yeah and i like him too he's from cloud city right uh, well, oh, no, he, that's the guy that originally started it with you. That's yeah, right. that was that was the guy with me. Yeah, he's on Podcateers now. That's but he's, right. Yeah, he's been on quite a few Cloud City episodes. Yeah, I've heard him which, on there. Which Cloud City? May they rest in peace because they're dead now. Yeah, was he on? Um, was he on your Cowboy Bebop episode? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm, he was. He cracked my shit up in that episode. I was. I thought that was the one he was in. Uh, yeah, that and maybe Liam. It may have been Liam because Liam's, he's the guy, he's the main one from Cloud City. Um, he's also, he used to be the lead singer for Honor Bright, um, if you care about that type of grungy music. Oh, well, sure, um, I never heard of them, but shout out to Honor Bright. Yes, yeah, uh, they're dead now. Um, Jesus. But you can still listen to all their stuff on Spotify. Um, so yeah, like, uh, he's, I was on one of their podcasts uh, to talk about back when they were pretty much just a Star Wars podcast, and I came on to talk how I didn't particularly like Star Wars. Um, so I, that was like my first interaction with him, and then we've met. Uh, we met in Disneyland, um, and yeah, it was like he and his his family are like some of some of the nicest people. Like I I was talking with them yesterday for about an hour, just talking on the phone. And that's cool. Yeah. And just like genuine, genuine good people like that. It's like you're like a magnet towards them. You know, it's like you just want to be around them and like involve them in shit that you do just because it's like the nature of being a human being, you know. And that, it's exactly. so cool when there's like not like this big level of ego. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like, you know, I, I do like to talk to people that are like local about, you know, being in Oklahoma City. And kind of what it in, what endears us to the city and like keeps us here, like the culture and things like that. And it's always like more often than not, people are just like there's so many like awesome people that are just really cool and like are wanting to involve people in shit that they're doing. And it's just a very like inclusive environment, I think. Yeah, like uh, I've never lived anywhere else. So like all of my friends, a lot of the people that I've known and grew up with that I'm close with, they're all from Oklahoma. Like I, I, I talk with people in other states and I'm friends with them, but we're not close. 
Yeah. It, it's just, it's just something with uh, people from Oklahoma. Like everybody's, everybody's your friend. Nice. Yeah. Everybody's your friend. Yeah. Everybody's your friend. Like, cause we all know we're stuck here. So <laughs> we're, stu- we're like, we're stuck between Texas and Kansas. So it's like, well, we're here. So any day, like the shit could spill over from either side and we would be trapped. <laughs> Well, I think it is. No offense to our Texas listeners. No, shout out to, yeah, big drop-off rates in Texas right now at this moment. That's, it's okay. There's, there's like cows there that they can hang out with, I guess. <laughs> but I think doing like a lot of the same shit, like, you know, and that's how I met you. And I, I talked about it a little bit on our um, Gundam Wing episode, but, you know, I just found your show just because like I was looking for other shows. Like I didn't want to like. I didn't want anyone to think that I was like stealing their thing, you know, and I didn't. Oh, don't worry. I don't think you can steal people talking about animation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, someone that does it in Oklahoma City already and is like, you know, I don't know. I just was like trying to get the lay of the land to see like how I fit in. You know what I mean? Like, because I was going to do it no matter what. Like, I don't give a fuck if people think like, (laughs) like I did this first. Like you can't. Exactly. Yeah. You can't. Well, I mean, I that, that's like the whole thing with our show, Animation Station Podcast. I had to put the podcast at the end because there was already an animation station. And I was like, well, you guys haven't posted anything since 2014. Could I please take over your name? Yeah, let me get that name. Let me get that domain. It's like, pretty please. That'd, that'd be great. No, no responses. So it's like, well, to make sure we don't get, you know, any sort of strikes or anything we'll just put podcast at the end of our podcast so basically we're the animation station podcast podcast <laughs> um so it's like yeah well whatever and but no one said anything about it so it's like haha suckers oh yeah the high ground still yeah and like and, and i'm like well you know if those people ever want to you know pull their heads out of their asses and you know start recording again we would love to have them on <laughs> <laughs> Now it is like, and I, I've had a couple shows that I found that I really liked and then they just like stopped doing episodes. I found one show and I had to pull it up so I don't get the name wrong, but like I, I listened to like all their episodes and it was like so good. And I was like, you know, really just like looking forward to whenever they would post new shit, but like they haven't done anything new since like, I don't remember when the last one was in like May maybe. But they were doing yeah. it like every week. Okay, it's called uh, Nerd Lair. Hmm. And it was so good. Like they did these really cool like versus episodes, which um, the re- the w- way I found them is why I wanted to listen to other Pokemon versus Digimon episodes because we'd done one. Yeah. And um, I found theirs and it was really good. So uh, so who, who won your Pokemon versus Digimon? I don't think I've listened to that one yet. Oh, I don't know if we ever really like just, we more like, just was laid it out. Digimon because it should have been. We more laid out like what we liked about both, really. But um, I think it aired more towards the side of Pokemon. Well, but I'll be skipping that episode. No that, was be- that was before I knew you, though. <laughs> I, sh- I could have had you on that one. I don't know. Maybe you could have helped uh, turn the tide. Oh man. Well, I mean, I just like things that can talk, you know, and not only say their names i know man we had so many it was it's a good one if you want to hear like people just taking shots at each other like <laughs> and that was probably one of my favorite episodes we've ever done that was really cool and mike anderson did the art for that episode too that i used on social so shout oh, out to nice. him he like yeah i was just like bitching about it because i was like man like 
because I'm not a great designer. And so I'm like trying to figure out what like I wanted to put together for that. And um, I was like a couple things I'd done looked really corny. And I was just bitching about it to him. Like we get lunch sometimes. So I was just like, man, like I can't figure out what I want to do. He's like, well, I'll just draw something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, nice. Uh, when See, you that's have awesome a, that you have, uh, you have, you have an artist friend. Uh, my artist friend, Gavin, uh, he doesn't, he's, he's busy. He does commissions. So uh, in order for me to get anything from him, it's like, I would have to, you know, wait months in advance to get anything so with him it's just like yeah no i'll just go on fiverr and see if anybody wants to design my logo Nah, yeah he definitely gets might get back gets backed up too he uh i had to like ask him way in advance because we're showing uh we're showing your name next month and well, um, yeah which which is great except for one thing you're playing the sub i know i know we well we've been wanting to try something out because it's just like one of those points of contention when we were promoing akira we were like trying to give some tickets away and like this chick like literally didn't want to come because it was the dub version and it was the good dub like with johnny young bosch and she was like no yeah. like I'll, I'll only watch it if it's the sub and i'm like when the fuck else will you get to watch akira in a theater like this like freaking get over yourself and come watch this shit yeah like i yeah, that's it. People are weird. I mean, like with with your name, um, we've had Kyle A. Bear on the show and he played uh, adult and adult Gohan in Dragon Ball Z. And he was uh, Kamina in Gurren Logan. OK, and uh, he played the male lead in your. Yeah. Name? OK. Uh, well, no, he wasn't the male lead. That's Michael Sinter Nicholas. He's like the best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. Like her like her best like male friend because she's got like the guy friend and the girlfriend yeah like, he plays him so i'm like well i only i can only watch the the dub now because i have to support the i know guy yeah. who was in the movie yeah i feel you on that especially whenever it's like someone you know you're like oh shit that's like gohan like you said like i want to watch that which which i watched that for the the first time i watched that was a sub and so i think that was kind of like where i was coming from with it and I honestly, whenever I like I'm going to pick something, I like ask a bunch of people that I, I like really trust their opinion. Uh, so I'll ask like four or five people. I'm like, hey, would you watch this subbed or dubbed? And um, for shit like Studio Ghibli, like I probably always watch that dub just because like they always have really good shit. Um, not saying that stuff that isn't Ghibli doesn't, but like just as a rule, like I would probably always watch that dubbed. But anything far Unless out, it's Billy anything Bob besides Thornton that, it's like a toss up. Okay. Yeah. What'd you say? Unless it's Billy Bob Thornton and Princess Mononoke. <laughs> he was the best part, my guy. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. He takes me out of that movie every single time. Like, because, I mean, Hannah Han and I watched that because they put it out on uh, uh, Fathom, did a whole thing, and, and it was out. So we went and saw it. Um, and I've only ever seen that movie dubbed. Um, and whenever I watch it, I just sit there. And I'm like, uh, the guy that does Ashi talk, I think it's like Billy, uh, cut up, cute up, whatever. Crudup, yeah. Billy crud up or whatever his name crud, is. Yeah. Like he's great except when he has to yell. Yeah. That's the only time where he's just like, great spirit. You're like, okay, sure. Why not? I guess so that, that works. <laughs> well, he was like honing his character because back then in Japan, no one really yelled. And so that's kind of, it was except, a, except for everybody else in that movie. That <laughs> <just kidding>. yeah. 
I was trying to like throw go through a line of bullshit there, but you got me. Yeah, it's like see, I'm a prince. I don't yell. But but they they did something weird in that movie because like in the in the manga. Okay, so you know that little girl that Ashitaka saves like at the very beginning, who is like here, uh, like you're my brother. Like take this little cool rock necklace. Yeah, that's totally not his sister. Oh really? Yeah, no, that is his fiance. Oh. So yeah, it's weird. I don't guess I remember that. Like in the movie, like I remember. Oh no, no, no! Like, well, in 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 the movie, it's just like uh, he just says. Uh, I think she calls him a my. I think she calls him brother. Okay, that's why I was like, I don't remember that because I remember when she gives him the necklace because like he can never come back or whatever. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> but no, like yeah, in in the manga, it's like this is his fiance, and I was like, oh snippety snaps go japan i guess yeah i guess so they trying to fuck have some web-toed kids well i mean i guess yeah yeah probably hey they're great they have extra chromosomes and extra's always better god i think that's a good place to end josh <laughs> on, on extra chromosomes so so incest is where we end the podcast that's where that's where it usually ends anyway yeah, yeah. No, unless man. it's a Game uh, of Thrones podcast, then we just continue. <laughs> That's where it starts. The Game of Thrones podcast starts at incest. Yeah. Every other podcast ends at incest. There you go. Um, but yeah, man, well, I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, you know, chatting with me about some of the shit that we're into. So why don't you tell people where they can find your podcast, you know, follow you on social and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find our podcast, which is the Animation Station podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Tumblr and Facebook at Animation Station podcast on Twitter at Animate podcast. You can also find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Tumblr. I mean, not Tumblr. You can't listen to podcasts there <laughs> i'm at google play so you can find everything there basically anywhere where you can download a podcast we're there you can also go to our website animationstationpodcast.com and find all of our stuff there cool man thanks again josh really looking forward to having you on like i definitely have a couple episodes in mind that i'm like you know gonna have to ask you to come back on so uh i've i've got one like when you were talking about interstellar uh han and i had been tossing around the idea of doing like a something that's like an episode where we talk about animation in music videos oh yeah okay so stuff like the gorillas and stuff like interstellar and stuff like that so lincoln park breaking the habit type shit exactly you know or i guess blue from eiffel 65 oh my god i guess that's technically animation that's some reboot just stuff like that (laughs) that's some reboot style animation (laughs) oh god not reboot No, man. Well, thanks again. And guys, as usual, you can follow us on social media. That's uh, Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you next time. Thanks again, Josh. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Bye-bye.